welcome to another episode of Creative Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions. And today I have somebody on that we actually met through an event. Surprise, surprise, based on what, what you'll kind of learn from us a little bit today. But uh, I think it's really fun because coaches and speakers really hire Aaron Lomanjek to support them in learning how to close 30% more of the room when they're speaking. The thing is, like, just most people don't know how to close from the stage, right? (laughs) It's like, it's surprising to me. It's the world that I live in, and yet not a lot of people know. And frankly, bottom line, working with Erin will increase your bottom line by six figures or more. She really is the leading authority in how to monetize your message, make an impact, influence change, and inspire action in others. So please help me welcome Erin to the Creating Powerful Impact stage. What's up, Erin? Thank you. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be fun. I'm excited too because like, the world of events is really super powerful. Um, in my opinion, and probably yours as well, it is the fastest way for people to know, like, and trust you to be seen as an expert. And then when you pair it with being on a stage, somebody else's stage, your own stage, you're automatically up-leveled to that expert status. Um, what would you say is somebody that is already in business, they're doing really well, they're maybe not utilizing speaking as a revenue generation opportunity for themselves, what would you say they need to start doing right now besides just speaking? Like, is there steps they need to be putting into place? Is there a formula? Is there a blueprint? Is there something that they go, okay, check, 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 and then on they go. Yeah, I would say the first and foremost is to really get clear on what you want to talk about. I think too many people have too many ideas. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, so many, I can talk about anything. Well, that doesn't help everybody, right? So I actually have people, and this is something I do quickly with people, as I have them close their eyes and imagine that I'm walking them onto a stage. Now there's 1 million people in the audience. You get one hour, and then after that hour, you no longer exist on the planet. What would you want your legacy to be that you're leaving? Because that's really clear. When you do that, all the chaos gets out of the way and you're like laser focused. That's what I want to be known for. That's what I want to leave the planet with. I don't want that to die inside of me. It needs to come out. And sometimes, guys, it might not have to do with your business. That's why TEDx stage is an amazing opportunity because it becomes a global message but you don't have to pigeonhole it to what your ideal audience is. Mm-hmm. So total transparency. I have been a TEDx speaking coach for 13 years. I've never applied for one until just now. And it was recently I've had four family members pass. And in that I've given, had been able to give them permission to cross over. And my dad died when I was five or ten, five, ten. I was 10 and then my mom got malignant melanoma when I was 15. And so I was faced with death like pretty much my whole life. And there's so many special things that come from that. And it can be a beautiful growth process, right? As somebody gets sick and dies around you, you take your immortality. Like, what? I got busy. I got to get busy. There's stuff to do, right? So I literally just applied for the first time. Giving that permission to to die is a gift. Wow. 
So it might not be something that's speaking, coaching, business coaching, events, any of the things I do in my business, but it also still gives you that platform for a global message. So A, figure out what that legacy talk is, what you want to be known for. And if it's great, if it aligns with your business, I mean, I have four talks that align with my business and the things that I do. But if it doesn't, TEDx is a great place to put that, right? And so I think first and foremost is getting together all the things you need to actually apply. As organizers, we have certain things we need from you. You need to have it prepared, Please, please have it prepared. <laughs> Do He's not like, have us punt you down for information so we can promote you. <laughs> yes. Give us your bio. Give us your headshot. Give us a one sheet. Give us some ideas of your topics, right? And don't make it 10 topics. Give like two, two choices, right? Because as an event producer, we don't have time to think about all these things. It's just too much. So make it clear and concise. So get your stuff ready, to be able to just copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste, go out there and do that. Get out there on the platform like Event Raptor and sign up as a speaker. You get to be there for free and you can look for summits to speak on. That's when you're leveraging other people's audiences, which is amazing. And so you just got to get out there. If you want to do local, start at chambers or rotaries or things like that in your local community. It's as easy as looking at your ideal audience, women entrepreneurs speaking stages or women entrepreneurs, you know, um, conferences or whatever that is, Google it and find out, find out where there are places for you to go speak and go do it. Take that talk and do it. Now to really get good, you have to master the craft of stage, but that is how you get started. I love that. Okay. So we, there's two different things that I've heard in that one, it's like a legacy talk. And that's something like, if it's not in alignment with what it is that you do on a daily basis, that's something that could easily go on a TEDx stage and can live there forever as legacy. Now let's talk about when it does align with your business and the talks that you want to be doing that would lead into creating more income, more stages, more opportunities, more leads to continue to grow and scale your business. Talk to us about that and the importance of it. It's really, it's the fastest path to cash. Speaking is the fastest, fastest path to cash. You have one to many. So in my blueprint that I give away, the 10 K from any stage blueprint that you'll get in a minute, it really talks about how can you build more than no like and trust to go from, oh, I signed up as an attendee to, I want to buy your high-end product, right? And there's a process through that. I can't go to a 20-minute talk and sell a $100,000 product. <laughs> no, that's like, hi, nice to meet you. Let's get married. And you're like, who the fudge are you? Oh, do you want kids? Let's talk about what? kids. What? Back it up. <laughs> right? Exactly. And so you have to be able to do that. And so when it is something that lines up, think of that natural progression. What are the things people struggle with? And how can you serve them? And then obviously, and that's why I created whatever your offer is. Now, the secret to this is making your offer so sexy, you want to buy it. (laughs) And it's so important because people, that's what they're looking for, right? As I always say, like, if you had the cure to cancer, would you keep it or would you give it away? You would give it away. Well, your program, your product can probably solve someone's ailment, someone else's cancer right? So what are you doing by not offering it and not having that progression? 
And when you write a talk, you want to think end, end result. If I'm going to sell this product, ABC, then in my talk, I need to seed ABC the whole way through. So that at the end, they're like, wait, what was that ABC thing? If, even if you forgot. One time I got on a stage and I totally forgot to pitch. This was early on in the, but it was so good. The value was so good. Somebody goes, wait, you never told us how we can get the program. And I was like, oh my gosh, right? Oops, I'm so good at giving the value, but that's the thing when you give so much value to people and we see it, we see all these people give fluff out there, but behind my paywall, it's even better. And it's like, no, no. give them the answers, give the secrets because people are paying for the implementation. They're paying for the support. Yes. They're paying for the like little nuances that you as the expert, you as the speaker, you, the one on stage can be like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, when I said do a webinar, it doesn't mean use Zoom webinar. It means regular Zoom, but it's called a webinar, right? Like there's just little nuances that you can tweak and adjust that could be a six-figure mistake unless you had that support. And that's what they're paying for, right? Yeah. So make sure you give them the secrets. Now, if they want to learn and you say when implemented correctly, and I was like, oh, there's a way that this is, there is a process. Oh, well, I don't want to screw up the process that I need to hire you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the beautiful thing. I give away so much stuff for free, but I will tell you my divine appointment center puts random people on my calendar and they, and they buy huge packages and I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Because when you give, you also receive and it gives your audience Wow, if this is what she's giving me, what the heck is behind that? Right? Keeping that feeling. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know there is a process and a system to selling from the stage. And you are somebody that can support people in closing 30% more of the room when they're speaking on the stage. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So some of it is what I call the four parts of compelling communication. Uh, which is 50% is your nonverbal communication and your stage presence and how you're carrying yourself, your facial expressions, how you take the stage and command it. If you're up there shaking and like holding onto the the microphone for dear life, people are more concerned about your well-being (laughs) than they are about anything that's coming out of your mouth. So A, you have to master that. It's 50% of what they're taking in. It's half. So you can nail half of it by just knowing nonverbal communication, confidence on stage. Two is vocal tonality, which vocal tonality is pitch, pace, tone, and volume. You want to use these interchangeably because most of us are all monotone. So here's what I say. We all go around this normal talking voice and then a puppy goes in. And we go, and then when you want to give it command, you're like, sit, right? That's the only time we're not monotone. But when you use these things that are changeably, you actually unlock the episodic, episodic part of someone's memory. So you become memorable. It's the same place because it, you're creating this melody. It's the same place that if you turn on the radio and you haven't heard the song in 20 years, you know every lyric. But you might not remember what you ate for breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's stored separately. So if you want to be memorable, you got to use tonality. So that's 80% already. 13% is storytelling. And it's knowing what the problems are of your audience, their psychographics, what's keeping them up at night. So when I tell my story, I'm telling it and I include three important things. What was I thinking? What was I feeling? And what was I sensing in my physical body? These 
our human connection. This is what we all have thoughts, we all have feelings, and we all have physicality. So if I said, I was so angry, my fist balled up, my chest was tight, and that vein was popping on my forehead. Guys, I don't even have a vein. But it's literally just telling them how you feel like, oh, I've been there. Because if they, even if you were mad that someone killed your dog, I don't know, you're, but they've never had their dog be killed. They can't relate to the story. They can relate to the feeling. And if you were thinking and feeling, these are the things, men and women are thinkers and feelers. Now, most men are thinkers and most women are feelers, but you have outliers on both. So you want to use them interchangeably. And I'll tell you, my husband's mom passed. I said, well, how are you feeling about your mom? And he said, I don't know. And I said, well, what are you thinking about? He's like, I'm thinking I really miss her. And I laughed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the word feeling got him to go, oh, I don't know about feelings. But I'm thinking I miss her. So using that interchangeably, or I think I'm not good enough. I um, I feel not good enough, right? You can use these and everyone in the room can go, oh, I've been there. And when you tell your story, you release oxytocin. And then when you get your, your audience to go into their own story about when they were in that moment and felt that, now they release oxytocin and now you're bonded because that's the mommy baby chemical, right? That bonds us. So if you really want your audience to bond to you, these are the most important things. And then the last piece is only 7% are the words. Nobody really cares what you said. It's more about how you made them feel. But I always like to, I just, last summer I, I studied NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And I was, the thing that blew my mind was adding in words for the visuals, for the kinesthetics, for the auditory digitals, for the, you know, you get all of them in there and you're saying things then everyone feels like you're speaking their language, right? And so that's where I love really adding those powerful words that make everyone feel like you're just speaking to them. Yeah, so it's really just layering things on top of one another to showcase how you can have them feel seen and heard because when it really comes down to it that's what everybody wants be seen be felt be heard be acknowledged yeah and and that's what a powerful speaker when you're layering these different pieces into it make you experience so it's like not just necessarily hearing your story but we're now a part of your story right because I may not necessarily relate to it but I can experience it with you or see things in my own mind's eye like you were saying like the vein that's popping out of my head and I'm clenching my fist and you're like oh yeah I've experienced that somewhere in my past I can relate to you yep right that's what we want we all want to relate so if we see a speaker on stage we're like Mm, how are we similar? How are we similar? How are we similar? Even that's not what you're thinking. This is unconscious, but you're like, oh, please tell me that we're connecting. How do we connect? I really like her. I want to be like her. Where do I find? And then when you're telling these stories, like, that's it. Now we're connected, right? Mm -hmm. And that is really, if you ever imagine that everyone in the audience is deeply like a little kid, like, I want to play, pick me, pick me. I want to play, pick me to play, pick me to play. That's what we're doing, but unconsciously. Yeah. Well, I would think the same thing goes for like when you're going in networking or you're going to a mastermind event and, you know, everybody's kind of talking and, you know, even to this day, you know, we've been in business for however many years and still you're like, will you be my friend? (laughs) 
can we be friends in real life? Can we be friends in real life? Can we hang out? Like that would be cool. <laughs> right. But being a dynamic speaker supports you in kind of closing that gap and, and shortening that time period of becoming friends. Yep. Right? And being that yep. expert to then guide them and lead them onto the next step. Because like you said, we're supporting them in some type of pain. Right? right. And I think that's also the difference too, is like getting clear on what is the painkiller versus just like a band-aid that somebody's looking for. It's like, what is the actual pain that we're helping them get rid of? And that's yeah. also important in that client customer journey. Well, and it's important to share those. What I will tell you is the 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 most conversions you will ever get is the story you're most afraid to share on stage. Oh, say that again. <laughs> the ones that you're most afraid to share are actually the biggest conversion ratios. So I literally was doing a three-day online retreat during COVID. Day two, woke up. I meditate on everybody that's coming. I call in intention and ask for the highest and best for everyone that attends. Like I do all this intentional work around my events and people who attend my events that morning though, I just kept crying and I couldn't understand. Like I'm not a big crier. So I'm like, what is going on? And I just felt like I couldn't keep my emotions. I had spanks on, I had a dress on, even though I'm sitting at a, like this. I had my hair pulled tight, jewelry everywhere, sparkly. It was almost like, look over here, but don't look inside, right? Barely uh-huh. holding it together. <clears throat> the first break, a woman asked a question. I was like, oh my God, I don't even know if I have the answer to this. What are you doing? I think like I'm a failure, all this stuff. So all this is kicking up and I've done events for years and this is still coming up, right? Why am I so emotional? What's going on? During, I had another speaker right before lunch and I had him send everybody to lunch. I called my coach, went upstairs and had a massive breakdown. And it was about always holding it together. I always got to be the strong one and hold it all together. And I was like, wow, even my clothes were holding me together. (laughs) Right? Literally and figuratively. (laughs) Totally. And she like made me take it all off and like get in comfortable clothes. And then I'm like hitting the floor, screaming, yelling. And at the moment, I remember... Uh, did I turn it on mute? Cause I'm right upstairs in my bedroom and the office is here. Right. And I was like, can they hear me? I don't care. I'm just going for it. I got it all out, expressed it. And she goes, your wound is your client's wounds. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And so I said, I texted everyone and said, oh, this is normally when I would pitch. They were waiting for the offer for this mastermind I was doing is an $18,000 mastermind. They knew after lunch, we were coming back and they were going to learn everything about it. I sent them an email and said, I'm not pitching after lunch. I want, I want everyone to come back on. I want all cameras on. I'm about to share something I've never shared before in my life. And I came back and I literally shared what I went through. And when I looked down, because my camera is higher than everyone's pictures, not a dry eye. And I was like, oh yeah, it really was them. And you know what I, what they said, all of them, a hundred percent filled out the application to get on a call with me to join the mastermind because they're like, wow, if she's that powerful and she's willing to share that she's going through this and all the things, then it's worth it to me. And she's, and she is definitely the person I want to work with. Right. Willing to be vulnerable, willing to take off the masks and take off the spanks and take Take off off all the the constriction, right. And actually be a real human being. Um, And it's not, it's not coming from a place of manipulation, 
right? No. It's like, oh, I need to find a story that's going to, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> like well, it, go there. it came across that it's like, no, this is really me. This is truly genuine. What is showing up? And because you attracted your ideal audience and their wounds are your wounds, you're just a few steps ahead. You're yep. getting to be that light for them. And yeah. I mean, that is, that's the power of stages. That's the power of events. That's why I love them so deeply is because we can create powerful impact like that. And it wasn't about the money and it wasn't about joining the program. It wasn't about, it was like, y'all, this is me. Yep. And And I knew that if I share, it's giving them permission, right? It's granting them permission. The next day, the third day. So the second day we went through that, on uh, later that day, we started talking about, okay, what are some of the talks they wanted to come up with? And what it ended up happening was, it was so funny. It was my dad's death anniversary weekend mm. when I did, when this was all happening and 90% of them had a dad death or a brother death or a son death. Like it was weird that all of their, most of their stories had to do with that. And I was like, Ooh, So you just never know what story you're sharing that will really do that until you actually share it. And when you go, wow, it got me a hundred percent conversion rates. I got to do that more often. I got to be that more often, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the other reason I, why I love events so much is because it, it's taking you through something to experience it so that you can then relay it to the audience. Right. And when you fully accept that and step into it, that's when the powerful impact actually happens. And by having the tools and the resources and the layers that we we're talking about earlier to support you in telling those stories, like you could have just gone on there and been a blubbering like, and people not even understand you. Right. But because you had the system, because you had the framework, because you knew all the different pieces to layer into it, you were able to communicate it in a way that they understood it. And I think that's the power that I want to make sure our audience is taking away today is you have the framework to support you in creating that transformation with your story, with your speaking, right? Yeah, and you know, not to share. I mean, I wouldn't have shared a story that got me like a blubbering mess because then uh, if I don't have the light at the end of the tunnel, here's what I say, feel the story first. Mm. And that was probably the fastest I healed the story and came back and told it. Usually I, I, I take more time for that, but it was so powerful and it was everything that they needed that I just went with it. And I was scared to death because I hadn't, I mean, I got through it and I was feeling so much better and oh my gosh, all of that. But if you get up there and tell a story that you haven't a seen the light at the end of the tunnel or healed. You're going to trauma dump on people and leave them there without the answer. And all you're doing is talking about the problem and keeping them in the problem. And then they're having the problem like, oh, now we're all in the boat. Now, how do we get out of this boat? Yeah. And that's part of it, right? It's like you take them into it, but you've got to bring them back out. Right. And that's, that's the power of learning this entire process. So Thank you for that. And I also love that it's like, this is not just for speakers, coaches, and experts. This is for people that are doctors that are helping other doctors. This is for anybody that is looking to create an impact. You deserve to learn how to be a dynamic speaker because it's going to support you in moving them through the pain faster. Yep. Now, um, God, we can continue to talk forever. 
Um, but I would love for you to share with our audience how they can learn more about how to stay in touch with you as well as your gift that you have for our audience today. Of course. Yeah. So you can find me on all social medias at Erin Loman Jack. Um, my, my website is erinlomanjack.com. So you can easily find that. But one of the gifts I wanted to give you, as I said before, is this 10K from any stage blueprint. This means anytime you take a stage, whether you can sell or not, you can learn how to make 10K because I'm talking about the psychology that that customer journey that you take them through from how much time you've spent with them to build up more time so that you can ask them for a higher end product. And along the way, they might buy the smaller things too. But there is a process in that when I go to an event and even if I'm speaking for free, I'm traveling on my own budget and all of those things, there are certain things that you can put into place to build that know, like, and trust so that when you do go, you're not only speaking once, I always like to have a deep dive workshop right after where then they've built all this know, like, and trust the entire time. And then you have the bigger offer at the back end. And so that guarantees that you always make, and I say 10K from any stage, but that's because I'm trying to make it not so, because I'll be honest, I can make 50 to 100K on any stage because of what I know. But, and I did five minutes. One time I did a five minute talk and did close a $100,000 deal. The guy saw me, he's like, I need to have a conversation with you. And then the conversation then led to the thing, right? The, the $100,000 deal. But <clears throat> you really want to make sure you're leading them through that process so that they can come to the end and say, I want to work with you. You've taught me all the things I needed to know. Now I got to go into implementation and I need to hire you. And so that's really the, the beautiful thing about it. So you can, um, I want it to be feasible. Like everybody says like, well, what if I just make 10K? I'm like, great, then you can do that. You don't have to be special. <laughs> you know, you just need to learn the process of it. And so that's what you're going to get. So it's, you can go to 10K from any and get a free mini blueprint. And then I do a training where I walk you through the steps to show you real numbers of like three different stages and how I did it. Some I didn't know the audience, some I did, how I figured these things out along the way. And you'll learn all of that in that free gift. Beautiful. Thank you for that, Erin. I greatly appreciate it. I'm sure the audience will as will love it as well. Um, so last question for you, what is a takeaway or memorable note you'd like to leave our audience with? You know, the thing that I think that most people don't realize, I, I know that we all know that we have a story of such, right? We have something we can share. We have someone's cure, right? And I think now more than ever, the world is crying out for more leaders to really step up in a huge way. And you just need to get out of your own way because it's not about you. You know, um, I lost two uncles in the last two weeks. And, um, there's been a lot of things like this morning, I woke up at eight to do another talk and I was like, oh, you know, and I have a TBI and all these things that are happening right now, but I don't let that affect where I'm showing up and how I'm showing up because it's about you. It's about the audience. You always make it about the audience. You can't mess it up because it's for them, not you. And I have given a talk in the middle of having a miscarriage. I've done it having COVID from bed, 
because I had a workshop and I did four hours on this workshop and I did it because it's how I serve the world. And it's, if I didn't, you know, I always feel like it heals me when I do. So as I was sick and doing all that, I was feeling better during that serving, serving time. Right. Um, but it's about the audience. So get out of your way, know that you can serve somebody else. The reason that we've all gotten to where we are in evolution and ages is the, you know, the, um, our ancestors in the caves were like, don't eat the red berries. Mary ate the red berries and died. We learn from each other and we learn and connect through stories. So get out there, share your story, share your cure and help make an impact in the world. Uh, Perfect and beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today, Erin. And I want to thank our audience for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm super excited for you to take all of these lessons, all of these resources, all the diamonds that Erin's dropped here for you. Start implementing them so that you can create even more impact in your world. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.